I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face, and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I realized what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. We're talking Halloween's NBC TV premiere. Hit it! It was 1981. Ric Flair beat Dusty Rhodes for the NWA heavyweight title. Eddie Rabbit loved a rainy night. And Michael Myers came home to terrorize teenagers on NBC. I'm your host, Jerry D., with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, or Halloween, the podcast that talks all things Halloween in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Halloween in the 80s, we got it covered. What's up, dudes? Happy Halloween! Yes, it's October 31st, All Hallows' Eve, and that means we're talking about the urtext of horror slashers, Halloween. And it's network television debut. There are frights and jumps and many deaths from unsuspecting teenage babysitters. It's such a monumental movie that it spawned a multiversal franchise spanning 45 years. But let's take a step back. Halloween is an iconic slasher film written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill and released on October 25, 1978. Starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasance, it introduced us to The Shape, Michael Audrey Myers, who was committed to a sanitarium for murdering his teenage sister on Halloween night when he was a child. Fifteen years later, he escaped and returned to his hometown, where he stalked teenager Lori Strode and her friends. Michael's psychiatrist, Dr. Sam Loomis, pursued him with the intention of ending the evil for good. Now, in 1980, NBC purchased the television rights to Halloween for about $3 million. Halloween aired on television for the first time on October 25, 1981. Halloween, the night he came home, when the deepest fears are made real, when the darkest nightmares come true, when the most courageous soul cowers in the face of evil. First time on TV, the modern horror classic from John Carpenter, parental discretion advised, this film contains elements of shock and suspense, and now Halloween, you won't be watching it alone. NBC standards and practices censored certain scenes, much to the chagrin of Carpenter and Hill. This unfortunately resulted in the movie being too short to fill the two-hour time slot. And so Carpenter filmed about 12 minutes of additional material while he was making Halloween 2. The newly filmed scenes include Dr. Loomis at a hospital board review of Michael Myers, pleading for them to place Myers in a maximum security facility. Dr. Loomis. Michael Myers is the most dangerous patient I have ever observed it. 
Doctor, there is no diagnostic evidence to support that statement. He's... He's covering up. This catatonia is, is a conscious act. There's an instinctive force within him. He's waiting. For what? I don't know. We can make a special recommendation to the court only if we feel there is a justifiable reason to change the patient's treatment. I can see no reason why he shouldn't remain here. We have adequate facilities for his care. There is insufficient security here. Please, I am begging you to reconsider your decision. Dr. Loomis also talks to a then six-year-old catatonic Michael at Smith's Grove. You fooled him, haven't you, Michael? But not me. Loomis also examines Michael's abandoned cell after his escape from the Smith's Grove facility, seeing the word sister scratched into the door. Finally, a scene was added in which Linda comes over to Lori's house to borrow a silk blouse before Lori leaves to babysit, just as Annie telephones asking to borrow the same blouse. Hello? Who is it? Lori, I have to ask a big favor. I can't find anything to wear. Annie, she wants to borrow something. You promised! Hi. Linda's here. She wants to borrow my new blouse. Linda's a creep. Is that guy still creeping around your backyard? You follow Linda over here. Well, if you see him, just go right up to him and tell him to buzz off. Or if he's cute, ask him out. Annie, I gotta go. Are you gonna pick me up? Right after dinner. Hey, how about that ski sweater you got for Christmas? Bye. Bye, creep. (laughs) See ya. Lori's hair, incidentally, is hidden by a towel since Curtis had a much shorter hairstyle than she had worn in 78. Halloween became the model for countless slasher films, and while many have tried, none have quite captured its raw, thrilling perfection. Indeed, Michael Myers is one of cinema's greatest villains. But you know, G.I. Joe taught us that knowing is half the battle. I think the other half is just staying in large groups. It's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. So check us out on our social media pages, which you can find at linktree.com slash totallyradchristmas. And if you're feeling like Lori surviving her encounter with the shape, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more people and spread some rad holiday cheer. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on TeePublic and our super dope website, totallyradchristmas.com. It was the boogeyman. As a matter of fact, it was. Later, dudes. Seems to me you're just plain scared. Yes. Yeah, I I am... uh... I met him 15 years ago. I I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. 